Hi, welcome to the Today with Tyler podcast. Today, my friend Daniel Tinoco and I break down the NFC East as the fifth part of our NFL breakdown series and the first part of the NFC. So, the NFC East. Let's start with uh, Washington. I'm not going to call them the football team because I hate that. But <laughs> Washington, right? So, quarterback, they added Fitzpatrick. That was a good mm-hmm. add. Cheaper than most options, better than most options left in the market. Didn't cost them any capital, really. $10 million is not a lot, mm-hmm. considering that, like... Every free agent signing for a lot more. Way more. Like, one year is, like, 12 mil. We robbed a quarterback. <laughs> I think Heineke has what it takes, and I think give him some time, and then with the squad we have, we can use Heineke to our advantage. Because mm-hmm. it's not a one-time thing, what he did at the Bucks. He did it in the Card- in the, excuse me, the Panthers game. When he needed to cover for Dwayne Haskins, he did it in 2016 when he was on the Vikings. I saw a clip of that. So I think he has what it takes to be a decent quarterback. Obviously, we need a real answer. Mm-hmm. But for this year, we'll be better off than we were last year with quarterback. Yeah, I definitely feel like with Fitzpatrick, the signing was good because he's a veteran. He's been around the league a lot. So he could definitely act as a mentor towards Heineke, mm-hmm. which would definitely help him improve. As a quarterback of the future regarding Heineke, obviously he's not like your big name guy, but he's definitely a good transitional piece as you look to find your new quarterback as whether through free agency or through drafting. So as of right now, I think how Washington stands, I think they're in a good place considering that they're not, they're a borderline competitive team, but they don't have the pieces yet to actually compete. As of right now, they can make the playoffs, but the most likely will be bounced first round so I definitely do feel like where they are right now they're in a good place but as regards as money they definitely need to clear up some kind of space here and there a ton. you do? Yeah. I you said you didn't no we have a lot oh okay never mind I retract that statement <laughs> no, go go ahead I mean most of the free, good free agents are gone anyway but try to find good pieces here and there to build up mm-hmm. uh, moving on to wide receiver we have Terry McLaurin obviously he's really good I personally think he's better than DK Metcalf but People aren't ready for that conversation yet. (laughs) Uh, Cam Sims is good. He's obviously not the caliber we needed. But we added Curtis Samuel for a pretty cheap deal, in my opinion. He signed for way less than anyone else, and he fits our team better. Not to mention, he's excited to be here. He wanted to be in Washington. So that's exciting. We have Logan Thomas is probably one of the most underrated receiving tight ends of the NFL. He's extremely good. Uh... He can also throw, which is makes for some fun plays sometimes. Mm-hmm. Our running back duo, Gibson and McKissick, are actually pretty dangerous when McKissick's on. Good. McKissick's more of a receiving running back. Mm-hmm. Where He's definitely a threat, though, especially if they run a run uh, halfback option. Exactly. Run a flat route out to give like an escape just in case. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have McLaurin's fast, uh, Samuel's fast. Having And then, obviously, Fitzmagic is a Fitzmagic, deep, he's he's a deep passer. Yeah. So... Having those guys spreading out the defense and then McKissick being a little flat option, that's going to be really dangerous to have. Gibson's working on explosiveness this offseason, and he already was really good. He had a couple really good games, like the one against Dallas. Uh, he has a high ceiling that he can really move into. Our O-line's ranked six. We brought back Sheriff. We didn't lose anybody, so they'll be good again. They've been good since I've started watching them. Uh, we're going to need... A real quarterback to have our offense be Super Bowl caliber, but everything else I think is, given the future that we have. 
They're definitely in a good position. Oh, yeah, fun fact. Fitz Magic has seven kids. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, I just saw that. He has seven kids. That's impressive. I mean, Philip Rivers got nine, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers, so. <laughs> Moving on to their defense, we obviously know they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, they're defense. definitely a top five, in my opinion. They're really good. Rank five in pressure. Uh, we're going to need a linebacker. We signed two this offseason, and we're probably going to draft one in the first round. We'll probably get that guy from Notre Dame. I forget his name, but he has two last names. Um, that's going to make us even better. Plus, people like Chase Young are only going to get better because mm-hmm. they're Just brand new. Ridiculous our nice D-line are feeling. all first-round picks from the last four years. So they have room as well as they're already really good. Uh, secondary, it was ranked seven. We did lose Darby, but we got a better cornerback. William Jackson the third is a great safety. He's really underrated, and he signed for, I think, just as much as Darby did, but he's more consistent. Mm. And so he doesn't generate interceptions, but he's not a boom and bust corner like Darby. So we won't be letting off big plays, which thank God, because we can't have that against people like Galladay who are now yeah. in our division. He signed with the Giants, right? Yes. We'll, we'll get to that. to that in a couple teams. So overall, they really need a linebacker this draft. And they also need a quarterback to have faith in for the coming time. Because the window's opening, in my opinion. And this team, given three years, is Super Bowl contending if they have a good quarterback to move it forward. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones's Dallas Cowboys. We damn boys. Jerry Jones, is, <laughs> I will compl- continue to say this, he is an incompetent owner, as it is right now. Absolutely. Dak Prescott, in my opinion, robbed them. A front-loaded contract that gives him way more money than he truly earned, because we can't guarantee that he'll ever put up stats like the early 2020 again. And the rest of the team's falling apart. It's not like they're a good quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. They're about everything else but a good quarterback and wide receiver away from winning the Super Bowl. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, overpaid, he's bad. Well, that's the thing about Zeke. If you watched him at Ohio State, you could see he was an amazing running back. And even in his first and second year in Dallas, he was amazing. But obviously you can see his production has declined a lot. Significantly. Significantly. I mean, part of it was due to injuries, but at the same time... Yeah, he's fumbling a lot more and... Uh, he gained a lot of weight, and not in the muscle sense, in the fat sense. So he he's definitely lost a lot of his elusiveness and his jumping ability. So unless he fixes it, he will become the next Eddie Lacy. I think he he'll be another so, Eddie Lacy. So much potential, and yet he let the munchies get a hold of him. So he will more than likely will become severely overweight, and he'll be without <laughs> an NFL job in the next five years if he does not fix what he's doing now. I think he might be at risk. Uh, once his contract ends, I don't remember how long it was, but I assume it was something like a mid-term, like four-year deal. So, uh, Tony Pollard, he has an upside, but he's not a franchise running back. It's not someone you can rely on, especially since you're already paying Zeke so much. You would hope Zeke could produce. So, they they have something with Pollard, but chances are he'll, if he breaks out, he won't stay in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I can see him going elsewhere where he's a little bit more appreciated because he's also going to ask for money i would definitely see him more if you were to sign with a contender i would not see him as a starting running back more as like the second or third option or Mm -hmm. 
if they're playing some sort of play where they can have a halfback slide out if like the play gets blown up just as an escape route yeah just a they're at least a fast he's fast so he is. it would definitely be not as bad as if you were to have to do the same thing with Zeke he would most likely not be able to do much with that and other than that the halfback halfback position is not looking too hot as it is wide receivers it's pretty good they yeah. have one of the best cores in the league. They got Amari Cooper, who's an absolute stud. Got paid. Got paid. You have... CeeDee Lane and Michael C. Gallup. CeeDee Lane and Michael Gallup. Dangerous. It's really dangerous. That's an understatement. <laughs> now all they need is a healthy Dak to be able to get the offense running. Their offensive line is not terrible, but it's definitely getting up there in age, and they will probably have to address that very soon, whether uh, in the draft or through free agency. Um, Absolutely. Uh, further, O line. I'm not sure if you remember or analyzing the Steelers, but they have a similar situation because they had a great line and now all of them are old. getting injured, retiring, or, or just old. aren't good anymore. Yeah. So really, they need to completely redo their line, which sucks because they had such a good one. But it just—they're all old. If they aren't retired yet, they're retired in the next two years. They need a significant revamp in the entire offensive line, which is going to hurt. And with also with that revamp, I do think they def- I, I don't think they need to. They need to move on from Mike McCarthy as head coach. Oh, yeah. As the other, <laughs> I believe he calls the offensive plays, right? Or yeah. is that um, that one guy? Probably one, McCarthy. I don't know. Well, is either McCarthy or that one old quarterback who's now head offensive coach? Whatever. They need to move on from McCarthy. He, they need a new atmosphere in the locker room. He just isn't what he is used to what he used to be back in Green Bay. <laughs> Honestly, when he was head coaching in Green Bay, you could tell when the whole thing was happening, Aaron Rodgers, like he didn't want to coach anymore. Or he didn't feel like it wasn't worth his time. Mm-hmm. So when he got to Dallas, I was surprised he signed with Dallas. Mm-hmm. I didn't really expect Michael McCarthy to ever be a head coach again. Me too. So him being a head coach in Dallas, I think he has to go in order to change the whole culture. Yeah, he's very similar to Mike Tomlin. Like yeah. Early success because of a very good system and then couldn't adapt Mm -hmm. as time moved on. And so the team needs to now move on. Yeah. Their defense, they actually had surprisingly good pass rushing. They're 10. Uh, But they can't run defense. Who's that? Uh, Van, the the linebacker. Uh, Van Der Esch? He's probably not coming back and he's been hurt pretty much all the time he's been in Dallas. That's true, but if they can honestly, if I'm Dallas, I would try to at least sign him or re-sign him because that dude is a stud. Yeah, he is a stud linebacker, but as the linebacker core, like other than that, it's pretty much it. Same with pass rushing, or their rushing unit. Same thing. There's nobody really big. They have an overpaid defensive lineman that I forget the name of, but I just remember that he's taking up way too much cap space. Uh, it's gonna be hard to do well in the division when you can't run defense. Like, when your box can't stop the run, because Miles Sanders isn't bad. Gibson, McKissick, they're pretty good. And then Barkley's Barkley. Mm-hmm. You a have a healthy Barkley. Assuming he can come back. Um, those three cores obviously kind of falls down, but if you can't run defend, your division's going to be really hard to win in a division where there's decent running backs on every single team. Um they can't cover PFF 29 out of 32. That's pretty uh, bad. They 
lost a defensive back. I forget who it was. I think they might have signed one or two in free agency, but they aren't good. They just signed okay people. I believe they might have signed Anthony Harris, maybe. Or that was some that might have been the Eagles, maybe. I, I don't remember. Um, but either way, he's not that good anymore, so if it was Dallas, the stats aren't what he was. Who did the Cowboys sign recently? Pretty much like No no no, they signed like a big name recently. Um was it there was a Falcon, I think. Oh, Keanu Neal. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely will help help their secondary. Mm-hmm. Not by, I mean, they'll be lucky to get an average 16 rank this year. They didn't yeah. do enough work in free agency, and there's not enough good people left to do work in free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, but overall, they have a lot of work to do, but not in most of their skill positions. So they have at least hope that Dak can recover, their wide receiver core is obviously good, and they're staying for a while, and maybe Pollard can do what he needs to do, but their defense has a lot of work before it can be decent. Mm-hmm. New York Giants. Um, honestly, I think the Giants will be good soon, very soon. Because if you sure. look, obviously Daniel Jones, he's yet to prove himself as a really good quarterback for what pick they took him as out of Duke. Um... Their head coach isn't bad. I think their head coach is definitely one of the better ones, better signings okay. recently. Uh, Jason Garrett, they need to get rid of him. <laughs> he is one of those coaches that never adapts. I do think they need to look into the more of the college, and the colleges to see who's like a really good offensive coordinator or yeah. someone who brings a new flavor to the or game. Or how about the Chiefs guy who didn't get signed? Uh, or definitely the Chiefs offensive coordinator. That'd be amazing. Maybe yeah. sign him as head coach. Maybe release Joe Judge if they need to. Um, Saquon, Saquon. You can't really argue that he's one of the better running backs in the entire league. Yeah, when he's healthy. hopefully he can recover. Um, wide receivers, they signed a big name recently. Kevin Gall- they signed Galladay. He was a deep threat. He was really good. Um, they have Evan Ingram at tight end. Who's they also signed Kyle Rudolph. And Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph's going to be good. Or he used to be. He, he used still, to be. He used he's to be decent good. Now, still decent now. He's not. Evan Ingram... Slightly overhyped from what I can Way hear. Way He drops a lot, so, so if being, he can, they need a big... So if they can improve his reception, then definitely production will. But, I mean, you can always you can only go so far. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers, like I said, because Kenny Gallery, that's about it. Yeah. Offensive lines, not It's terrible, bad. so... It's their bad. offensive line is ranked 31, and I believe they might have lost another piece in their offensive line over this offseason. So, they have nobody to block and it's not like they had a good enough team to where they could be like okay we can't block mm-hmm. uh i'll just recap because i have some opinions i think daniel jones is terrible they don't want to lose him they actually really like him they're kind of sold on him they think that they made a good pick that they can develop him but he hasn't ever proved himself as even decent in my opinion he's mediocre at best no nfl at least because yeah that duke he was pretty good but even then, college is a lot different than College is way different. Uh, I don't think that even with Galladay, they can have a good enough passing game because their O-line is so bad. And it's going to be hard to only rely on Galladay because I don't think Slayton and Shepard are any good. Like, they've never been significant difference makers. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of work to do. Just in backing up who they have. Because they have Barkley, they have Galladay, who, by the way, well overpaid. 18 million a year average. 
when everyone else is signing for 11 at most, that was a bad deal. He robbed them. And he was smart for doing it. Because <laughs> now, they don't have cap space at all. And they have to try to build an O-line with nothing. Mm-hmm. Not to mention they have plenty of other issues that keep them from drafting O-linemen. Uh, moving on to... D- oh, wait. I believe uh, Wayne Gallman is a free agent. But he was pretty good. Like, he's not going to be bad, and he's helpful to have. It's never a harm to have another good running back. Mm-hmm. So we can they can hope on him. So Barkley and Gallman would be pretty dangerous. But... Yeah, I don't have confidence in the Giants' offense. Looking to their defense. Ooh. Uh, never <laughs> mind. Uh, I don't have confidence in most of them. <laughs> Ranked 19, the D-line was okay. Leonard Williams came back, but at a very high price. So they can't add any hope for him. And he's a DT. There's only so much you can do when you're not Aaron Donald as an mm-hmm. inside lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, without James Bradbury, the Giants wouldn't even hit the 18 mark so they need help instantly i believe that's their secondary uh they need to make some big moves for defense they're like the cowboys in the sense that there isn't really much to work with already mm-hmm. and they have a lot to go so they kind of have to hope that Jones can blow up because they're gonna look like the falcons if they have a good offense and if not they're just gonna be bad again but yeah i mean Last one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Philly went from a Super Bowl champion team to probably not going to make the playoffs in the next 10 years. They have some really big drop-off. Carson Lance, who basically got them to the Super Bowl, he got screwed over because yeah. because since Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, they forgot completely... Philly fans completely forgot about Carson Wentz and what he was able to do for the organization. Mm-hmm. That brought everyone hard down on Carson. He ended up getting... He ended up doing very poorly because of the negative emotions and energy from the Philly fans. He gets traded to the Colts. But then hopefully he can do better with Frank Reich as his head coach. I still believe in Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, they drafted Jalen Hurts. When Carson Wentz was still in Philly, so obviously that's going to act as another thing negative towards Carson. And they aren't even sold on Hurts. They're not even. He's not even that Hertz. good, in my opinion. Jalen Hurts is decent. He's, he's not, not. He's not NFL great. ready. He's not NFL ready yet. He still needs at least two, three years at least. And then they traded away the guy who is NFL ready that they just gave up on. And they're trying as of right now. Philly's still trying to find com- like a, a, a comp- QB competition for Jalen Hurts, which is a bad idea because um, they need so much. They else. cut. They traded or cut Zach Hurts. Uh, they haven't done anything with him yet. Well, they. I think they. He's allowed rumored him to, to trade. I think they allow. They granted him. They uh, Yeah, he wants out, yeah. and he's going to get Zach out. Zach Hurts wants out. Philly gave him is giving him the opportunity to get out. So that's another piece gone because Zach Hurts is a solid or tight end. Offensive line's not good. They have ranked 19 O-line. They have nothing, really. They have no big names there. Um, they fired Doug Peterson. I don't remember who they signed in his stead. If they haven't, they haven't. I, I don't think they actually signed anyone official. I think they just moved someone up and were like, hey, as you talk. Um... Yeah, offense is basically a fire show. Yeah. Trash. Miles Sanders, he's okay, but with such a bad O-line, he's not going to do anything, really. 
Mm-hmm. You can't rely on a running back with no O-line. Uh, they have no good wide receivers. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to look even worse because I believe they dropped Jeffrey. Uh, Rieger, Fulgham, they're not They're not good. Like, uh, it's it would be great to say they have upside, but they don't. They turned out to be busts, like Keanu, not Keanu Neal, uh, Keanu Harry. Mm-hmm. They're not good. And so they need wide receivers. They'll probably take one, to be honest. You'll either take him or Kyle Pitts. Um, so they got to hope that they get a wide receiver. Moving on to their defense. They had a really good defensive line linebacker scene. PFF ranked two. They have a lot of pressure. Their secondary is ranked 20, though. So, so they, yeah. they have to hope that their defense can do something and force a throw because anytime the quarterback gets time, they're going to complete it. Mm-hmm. But if they can sign some good defensive backs, which they didn't, they would have been able to rely on their defense to be 7-9 at best. But because they let all the defensive backs go, they didn't add wide receivers, they didn't really do anything, they're going to be just as bad as last year. If not worse. True. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they have to hope that miracles happen because yes. otherwise they have a long way to go and Hurts might not even be in Philly by the time they're okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Today to Tyler podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Next time we'll be back analyzing the NFC North.